Saturday, turning up with a new host. Live on all platforms, east to the west coast. Don't sleep on her, she gon' bring me the good vibes. Real people and they opinions, it's on life. Word on the street, she got reviews on the best high. Time for the show, now we going to her live. Welcome back to another episode of Kendra After Dark. Tonight, I have a special guest host, Caroline. She is joining us I tonight, uh, you know, in regards to her association with yoga and going to explain a little bit more about what she does exactly. Welcome to the show. Hi. So can you tell uh, the listeners like exactly what you do? Yeah, so um, about a year ago, I did a training with Dee DeSalt from Ganja Yoga, or uh, the creator of Ganja Yoga, and um, so I I had been a yoga teacher for a few years prior to that, and so now um, when I teach, I include cannabis in the class, so it's a little bit more social, a little bit um, more relaxed. Awesome. Okay, so can you tell me a little bit more about, you know, what exactly happens when you are including cannabis or how it maybe, you know, uh, heightens the experience? Yeah, absolutely. So I'll start with kind of what happens at a Ganji Yoga class. Um, the first 30 minutes or so of the class, we dedicate to a smoke circle. So everybody can get to know each other. It becomes like a fun little community. Um, and... Everybody brings their own, but there's plenty to share, and so everything just gets passed around, and it's kind of a beautiful mixture of, like, what everybody is bringing to the table, plus whatever um, kind of intentions I've put into the cannabis for the evening, and so it starts off that way, and then there's about 45 minutes to an hour of actual practice, and it's more of a restorative practice, uh, preferably with, like, lots of pillows and props, so it's just super cushy. A uh, way for you to get into your body a little bit deeper and just have some good rest time and to let your body rest. And then after the practice, there's about 15 or 20 minutes at the end where people can um, take some CBD if they're feeling a little bit too high. Uh, fun fact, CBD is the antidote to THC. So if you're feeling a little bit too high, you can take a CBD isolate and you'll actually get less high. Yeah. Um, so I keep that at all of my classes and that, um, and so after the class, if you're driving home or anything, you can take that, or if you want to consume a little bit more before your trek home, that's welcome too. So that's kind of the rundown of what we do at class, but then, so the benefits of cannabis and yoga are, um, there's so, there's so many. I mean, so if you start with kind of the benefits of yoga, people do yoga, obviously for physical fitness, Um, and some people do yoga to help them sleep better or to de-stress, to help with anxiety or depression. Um, and cannabis, people use cannabis for pretty much the same stuff. Um, and so the benefit of, for the physical part is maybe not as apparent to people. And, um, so cannabis is actually a muscle relaxant. And so it helps you get a deeper stretch, helps you kind of feel into your body more. Um, cannabis helps you kind of like tap into your inner inner self a little bit more, mm-hmm. which is the, the spiritual side of yoga as well. So they both, it's just like such a great pair um, if you're looking for like a super cushy experience. That's pretty cool. I like that idea, like how you mentioned 
um, you know, yoga is there for a lot of the same reasons or people utilize yoga for a lot of the same reasons that they do cannabis, because that's definitely yeah. something I've learned. Like just even I've only gone to a few yoga classes. Honestly, I really want to do a lot more, but the ones that I've gone to, like it is, it's just a time to be completely relaxed, you know? So it's so nice yeah. because that's, that's how I feel like get home, smoke a joint, chill out you know, that's, that's good for my day. (laughs) Yeah. And then you add them together and it's just like even more yummy and enjoyable and it's great. And it's always nice to be in community with people that are similarly minded to you. Like hanging out with a bunch of stoners is always really fun. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So let me ask you, um, you said that you were a yoga instructor before going to Dee's, um, workshop. Did you use cannabis before that also? Yeah, absolutely. I've used cannabis. I'm sorry, you Um, you said you've used cannabis what? Sorry, you cut out. Oh, yeah, you cut out. You said, I used cannabis, and then I lost you. (laughs) Oh, um, yeah, I've used cannabis for quite a while, um, since college, pretty regularly. And, um, but never really thought about using them together until I found Dee. A friend of mine sent me her page and was just like, wow, I think you'd be really into this because I was a yoga teacher. And, um, and really enjoyed cannabis. And, uh, so yeah, so I kind of started mixing them on my own, just getting high before class or like bringing a tincture to class was a big, um, favorite of mine. Yeah. And then, um, when I took her training, you're just so immersed in this ganja yoga world that you're, you get there, you're in training from early morning into the early evening And you're just smoking and stretching all day. And it just is so, it really changed, that experience of the um, training was really transformative in the way that I consume cannabis. Yeah. And like, and how much it's a part of my life. Because I, it was not that I was ashamed of being a pot smoker. Um, Like maybe in the past I was, because I live in LA now. So it's pretty like norm. But uh, it's. It's just something I always did on its own. Like, maybe I would smoke before I went out sometimes, but not always. I would smoke before bed, or, like, if I was going to run errands or clean the house for the day. But it it always seemed a little bit separate. And so now cannabis is a part of my day-to-day activities. It's a part of my... I'm in school. I'm in grad school. It's a part of my school experience. Like, I use it in so many different ways now, and it's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah, I I definitely feel like my use regarding cannabis has changed throughout the years. Um, You know, essentially, obviously, I was curious about how it would make me feel having been around other people who were doing it, you know, things like that. And now I look at it more like, oh, wow, that really does help my anxiety or that really does make my back feel better, you know, when I have this or whatever the case may be. So it's like so interesting when you get to a point to be able to like, notice those things and be like, huh, okay, (laughs) you know, this is good to be aware of. So during our interview tonight, I am going to be testing a strain I picked up from Saints here in Tucson. It is called Hawaiian Wreck, and it is a sativa. Um, I'm smoking it in the pipe today, so we'll see how it goes, but it has a really good smell, and uh, the buds are actually pretty nice and you know, they break up into a lot. So I like it. I've been 
interested to try it. So, you know, we'll see how it goes. And at the end of the episode, of course, I'll wrap up, you know, my thoughts in regards to this. I hope you're smoking something there for yourself, too, during this. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Good. So um, how did you get involved in doing yoga in the first place or instructing yoga? Yeah, it's kind of a funny story, actually. I, I was a dancer in my younger years um, through high school, and so yoga was always like a pre- dance thing like it's how we warmed up sometimes that was my only experience with it until um out of college I was working and I was pretty unhappy at my job and I just I found this retreat I'm from Virginia so I was living in Virginia at the time and um I found this retreat in Florida um on a lake it was a two-week yoga and like deep dive into self-intensive it's called Showing Up Naked with Erica Boucher. It's amazing if anybody wants to ever do that. Um, oh, awesome. And, uh, and, so, and so it was a teacher training and kind of deep dive into personal practice of showing up for yourself. And um, it was pretty life-changing. And I came back and I quit my job, started teaching yoga full-time. Um, and then that kind of snowballed into me wanting to have more of a holistic practice like or like whole body healthcare practice so I looked into going back to school and ended up here in LA and I'm getting my uh, master's in acupuncture and Chinese medicine um so it's just it's yoga has been like a really big part of my journey yeah definitely I used to do dance in high school it was like an option to take dance instead of PE and I was like I'm gonna do that so nice. yeah. oh, I got into dance too. <laughs> that's so funny but every day like that's how we would start class is there would be like 10 or 15 minutes of yoga and I just remember that and yeah. it was always the most relaxing time and I guess that's the first time that I was ever um exposed to yoga but not really understanding the full depth of yeah. what you can use it for you know what I mean yeah absolutely I didn't really understand that it was connected to a religion or like spiritual practice or that there was this whole kind of spiritual metaphysical side of it until I went to this yoga training in Florida and it really like I just I walked out of that such a different person and um so yeah yoga's been like pretty pivotal in my life how do you do you use yoga to meditate or do you practice meditation I do um meditation is a big part of Chinese medicine um and uh so I meditate every day, and then I do in the morning like a little what I call a moving meditation, which is essentially at the moment it's just like a really slow sun salutation, um, and then at night I do I meditate and then I do like some bed yoga, like really lazy like stretches with lots of pillows nice. and a joint. That sounds really well. It sounds comfortable, and I mean that that's kind of the whole point, right? To relax yourself. Yeah, absolutely. So I was the first time that, so I reached out to Dee and was like, I'm really interested in ganja yoga. You know, I want to know exactly how people incorporate cannabis into different aspects of their life. And she reached out and you're one of the people that reached out to me and was like, yeah, you know, I'm interested in talking about it. And the first um, glimpse into your life that I got was your Instagram page. And, you know, I have to say like, I feel like you're someone I would get along with very well in person. I was just like, yeah. And it's, you can just tell like looking at you that you have a really good 
happy vibe about you. And like I said, I saw some tarot and you look like you have a lot of self-confidence. Do you, do you do anything particular in particular to like build that confidence for yourself? Yeah, it's been, um, kind of a, it's an ongoing practice, but I do a lot of journaling and a lot of, um, inter- like self-work. Anytime I used to take a vacation, I would take a solo vacation and do like a self, like a, some sort of healing workshop or retreat where you just kind of take, take a lot of time to get to know yourself better. And, and so, and confidence is a big thing for me. I'm very tall. I'm almost six feet tall. And, um, and I'm just, I'm a tall, like curvier woman. So confidence was something that I always kind of had to have yeah, to survive. It, it makes it a little difficult. I've always been a bigger girl. I'm also about 5'10", like, you know what I mean? So I've always been kind of in the same boat of, like, the different one, I guess, for a long time, honestly, until years recently where it's kind of a beautiful thing to be a bigger girl and it's more um, appreciated, I guess, would be the appropriate Mm -hmm. word. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's such a work in progress. I saw you had um, Ashley Monta, the sexual on your podcast and she's like a huge like role model of mine oh she's so awesome it was great talking to her and just like her whole idea of you know putting cannabis and sex together and doing it the right way just like and you can tell she is so confident as well and about her body and her relationship and like all of that and it was just it was amazing and it's so good to like see women like that Especially when I can look at someone and be like, wow, you look like me. You know what I mean? Yes. It's so important. Visibility is so important. Yeah. And I mean, and it sucks that it has to be that way. But like I said, I I like that people are embracing different types of bodies a lot more now. Um, it makes me a little more excited for like my daughters to grow up in more of a... Absolutely. And accept, you know, and we're not all the way there yet, but we are hella, we are so much closer than when I was in middle school. Like, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just <laughs> leaps and bounds above that. And it's, and it's crazy. And, you know, a lot of things that I've learned, like, especially with my weight, high school, middle school through high school, I was all, I was so self-conscious about it. And then I wasn't even very big. Like, honestly, I, I wasn't, I was just yeah. like a curvier girl, but I was like, oh, ever I'm fat like you know what I mean and that's all that used to run through my mind and so I put myself down so much and then at the end of the day like 21 22 like all the same people that I was worried about thinking I was fat were like the same people that were like approaching me you know what I mean so it was like all that worry for no reason (laughs) like I know yeah how did you get in how did you get into like tarot is that included in or you do is it is it tarot or do you do other decks? What are they? Um, I so I have I kind of like a deck collector. I'm nice. in true tourist fashion. I like hoard shiny objects. <laughs> uh, I uh, so I do tarot cards and what they call oracle cards, which are decks that don't have like specific suits or like the wands and cups and things. Right. Um. Uh. So, like, I have a deck of different types of crystals, and so you can pull a crystal for the day. And Oh, that's awesome. I li- yeah, that one's fun, because if I have the crystal, I'll, like, make sure to either, like, wear it in a piece of jewelry or, like, carry it in my pocket. Yeah, that's awesome. I like that. I So, I only have yeah. one deck. Um, I got a deck for my birthday this past year, and I have yeah. the, the Wonderland deck. Came in a little oh, tin, nice. 
and I love it. And it's I love Alice in Wonderland, so I was like, me too. Yeah, they're so great. But I see so many out there, and I'm I I like them because the thing is, is that I feel like anytime I'm like, okay, let's see how you know the day is gonna go or whatever it is. Like, every every time I pull a card, I feel like it resonates with me so much. And then I'm like, man. Or when I have somebody pull a card, like I'm part of a few groups on like Facebook that do card readings and stuff. Uh-huh. I feel it's like always so spot on with my life. <laughs> I'm always like, Absolutely. how did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Yeah, and even if you are like aren't. super familiar and you pull the book out to like read the um description it's always what you make of it right like right um how you interpret it will always be influenced by your life but that's kind of the point of it um so I I just I have a maybe a little bit different approach to tarot than a lot of people um I use it more as like a way a tool to like dive a little bit deeper into things that I've already been thinking about a lot Uh um so, like, like I said, I do a lot of journaling, especially with the, with the moon. So, I, on the full moon and the new moon, I always journal. Um, so, that keeps me at least semi-regular. And um, I'll always pull cards for, like, whatever journal prompts I'm doing because it will help me see things that, like, I can't really see in myself or see things from a different perspective. And um, so, it's really helpful in that way, too. Right. Yeah, I agree. I definitely... I like it. And it, there are so many different ways that people can read cards or use them. And I just think it's really, it's really cool because when I was younger, I was so not open to a lot of these things. You know, I was yeah. like, you're charging your crystals. What do you mean? And now I'm like, okay, it's time <laughs> to charge our crystals. Like, <laughs> so it's so, I mean, it's, I, and I guess that's a journey, right? Because everybody has to go through their own things and decide but I feel like for me, like, you're a bit younger than me, but for me, it didn't hit me until 30 of like, okay, what's going, what's going on? You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. I don't know. It's very, I, uh, it's very interesting yeah, to say the least. Yeah, it's weird how we, we all seem to be kind of evolving at the same time, too. Um, there just seems to be this big shift in how people pay attention and, like, show up to things. Yeah. I agree. And I definitely, now that I, like, look more into the moon and stuff, I can tell, like, why so many people do different moon rituals or, like, go along with the moon cycle. Like, I really connect with it a lot more than I have, let's say, other, you know, other things. Yeah, absolutely. I'm big on the moon. It's it's cool. And I do it with my daughters. I have two kids. Um, I have uh, one that just turned eight, and then I have one that'll be five this year. So, you know, I'll pull cards for them and just fun stuff they like that. They enjoy that, but they have a lot of fun. Yeah, and that's that's the thing is I feel like I wasn't exposed or, yeah, I didn't have it enough in my childhood to be, like, open to it when I needed to be. So I want them to grow up and, you know, be well aware of what their options are or what is out there for them. Yeah, absolutely. I was just reading this book called... Um... Oh gosh, well, how can I not remember the name of it? I don't know. Uh, and it's, but it's a, kind of about how being a witch, quote unquote, is like just such a part of this like f- female revolution of us like taking back our power. And so even like not being a like witch is such a stigmatized word, right? But it doesn't mean like warts and cauldrons and cackles. It means like just taking back your power and like owning your worth. Kind of going back to the confidence thing. Um, 
so I think it's such an important thing to teach young girls, especially that you can, you can, you don't need anything outside of yourself to be powerful and to be happy. Yeah. Yeah. I agree very much. It's like, and it just, and it's cool because, and I don't know if it's because I am older or because of the resources that we have now, but I do feel like a lot more people believe that and follow that. You know what I mean? Compared to absolutely like, let's say my mom, like, I don't feel like she had that awareness at all in her life growing up. So in turn, like for me, you know, it wasn't the same. So I don't know. I just think it's cool. I I really liked like finally learning about it and being able to kind of dive in and see what it was all about and connect. And I just, I think it's cool. Kind of like how you were saying, like after going and the whole thing with D Salt, like being able to incorporate cannabis and like realizing, oh, you can use it while you are doing yoga. And did it attract like a different crowd for you? Of like people in my life? Yeah. In your life and with the yoga itself. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. So you start to attract, um, different, yeah, definitely a different clientele. I, um, wasn't teaching very much in LA prior to taking this, um, course with her. So most of my teaching experience was back home prior to the Ganja Yoga certification. Right. And I worked with mostly, um, arthritic patients doing like one-on-one work helping them to like use yoga to reduce pain and inflammation and um so it's a definitely a different clientele for me but I also think you don't have um the like the quote-unquote serious yogi crowd maybe as much in a ganja yoga class um a lot of people still think that using cannabis and yoga together is not as quote-unquote yoga as maybe a classic vinyasa class or something uh, which is fine everybody approaches their practice in a different way Uh, what I really like about teaching ganja yoga classes though is you get a lot of people that are new to yoga Um, so people that are just kind of like interested in yoga but are maybe intimidated to going to a vinyasa class like going to a class with a bunch of students might be a little bit less intimidating obviously it won't be super hard um, there'll be a social aspect so you can get to know people a little bit before. Um, so I really enjoy that aspect of the people that show up for ganja yoga class. Um, but then there's also people who ganja yoga classes that haven't smoked before. And so I think it's a great introduction to cannabis too. Um, especially in today's world and in LA where there's, um, so many options for how to consume, starting in a setting like that where people are willing to help and have like pretty much every option you could think of right there in front of you to choose from. Um, it's just a really fun new experience for a lot of people, which is really fun to facilitate. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, I, I am so interested now in just like even thinking about it the next time I go to yoga, like trying to smoke before I go, like, you know, make sure I'm good and see if I feel different than, Um, Yeah, because the first time I went, I definitely smoked before, but I wasn't paying attention, like, to how I felt, really, other than, like, you know, kind of my nerves about how I was going to be in this yoga class. And then the second one, I didn't smoke at all. I went straight from work, and it was very much, like, kind of the same thing of (laughs) me worrying what I was doing, not being, you know, probably, I guess, the anxiety that I would have 
was a little heightened. Like a lot. That's so common to hear people have anxiety about going to yoga classes. I have a friend that went to one and she was like, I'll never go back because they don't tell you like what, like how to do poses. And if you've never done it before, you're just all in your head. And so smoking cannabis before can like ease your anxiety in that situation too. It might make you more open to asking a question if you need help with something uh, and just not getting in your head so much about it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's pretty cool. What do you, so uh, something that I do a lot when I have guests on um, is I like to talk about like your self-care routines. Is there something specific you do in order to, like, I know you said you journal. Um, Is there anything else other than like journaling and yoga that you may incorporate into your life and and it's like a self-care method that you use? Yeah, so um, I'm big on baths. I'm kind of like an herb nerd, hence Chinese medicine and being in love with cannabis. Yeah. So I make myself herbal baths. And um, What do you use? Because I I always see a lot of people do that, and I'm nervous, though, about, like, making my own. (laughs) Oh, it's whatever you want. It's like the modern witch's cauldron, you know? Like... Just throw whatever you want to in there. Epsom salt is a great way to start. I've started using pink Himalayan sea salt because it just makes me feel like a goddess. I don't know. Yeah. Just something about it. Um, I don't know if you know what Cassandra is, but it's a berry that's really good for the skin. Um, back in ancient China, it was considered like the empress berry because it was so expensive. It was more expensive than gold, so only empresses could get access to it. What and was the they name? thought it was like... The Fountain of Youth. What was the name of that berry? This Cassandra. Oh, it's nice. S- it's S-C-H-I. I don't remember how you spell the rest of it, but that's how it begins. <laughs> Y'all, make sure you get that part right. <laughs> that, well, it's like, it'll pop up in Google if you part, like put that part in there. Yeah, definitely. You know? How cool. Yeah, I for sure want to... Um, something... I What did I get last time? I got Dead Sea Salt and... That was pretty nice because it's like big chunky salt that goes in there. And yeah. It, it made the water so salty. It was like just wonderful. I like, I make my water so salty. I go through so much salt. It's a little bit ridiculous. Yeah. But it's so good for your body. Yeah. And your muscles. And like I'm sitting all day at school. It's just, it feels so nice. And I'll like make a little tray for myself sometimes with like a glass of wine or like a cup of tea a couple of joints or my bong maybe some music and I just like chill out for a bit yeah and it's pretty delightful or if I'm reading a book I'll read a book yeah I can't read books anymore but I listen to books all of the time like so I feel like I'm still reading them and it to me yeah absolutely I mean I'll listen I even like if I'm gonna take a bath if I'm gonna listen to a podcast I'll do it while I'm in the bath yeah it's just a nice way to listen to a podcast um I agree that's definitely for me it's when I'm in the bath and then I also like to listen to podcasts and like my favorite shows and stuff like that uh when I'm at work so I'll just you know all day I've really learned, like, the more positivity that I, like, put into my day, it seems like I feel better in different aspects of my life. Yeah. A ritual is another, like, big self-care thing for me. And so, kind of like you were saying, what you were saying, like, putting positivity into your day. Like, having little things that you do for yourself every day, even if they're really minor, that's, like, such a transformative act of self-care, I think. Because it's just, like, showing up for yourself even a little bit every day. Yeah. Um. 
And people don't or realize even how you can't important. do it once at like once a day. Like there's, I was telling you earlier that Fridays are the day where I like don't really leave the house. I have nothing to do. I just clean and study and um, smoke a lot <laughs> in my apartment. Yeah. Um, people don't so realize kind of like, how important that is. Like to take time for yourself and really be selfish yeah. and do something for yourself. A lot of people give, give, give. And, like, it's good to be a giving person. Don't get me wrong. But if you're not giving to yourself, there's no way that you can give to someone else the correct way. Absolutely. And it's just, it's good to be alone for periods of time, you know, and to just kind of, like, clean yourself from, like, just energetically from the week and the people that you've been around. When you're around people all the time, it gets it can kind of like sometimes confuse you as you to who you are, especially if you're more like of an empathetic kind of person and you're always tapped into other people. Um, it's good to be alone, even just for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I, the only, so I have issues with being alone. That's definitely so, you know, I would rather like be hanging out with a friend or even if we're not mm-hmm. talking, like if you're in the room, I feel good. But, uh, I noticed like for me, I can totally sit alone and paint or go up the mountain and chill by water, and then I'm, like, good. It doesn't really matter who's with me at that point, because I can just relax. But Absolutely, and knowing that about yourself is so important, too. Yeah, well, because I, I basically, I get in my head a lot, and I realize that. You know what I mean? And I know how bad that is. <laughs> like, I just, I don't know. Because sometimes I just overthink things most of the time, I would say. So yeah. I try to combat that a lot throughout my days, I would say. But uh, the more positive words that I listen to and podcasts that are about self-love and self-care and things like that, it makes me want to fulfill my whole day with that. So it, like, gives me something to, like, strive towards. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Do you have a favorite strain of cannabis? Um, I do have a favorite strain of cannabis. And funny enough, I'm, like, kind of an indica person, but my favorite strain is a sativa. Um, nice. which I guess doesn't make much sense, but, but I just love the way it smells. It's strawberry cough. Oh yeah. It's just like when you grind it up, it just smells like fruity pebbles and there's nothing really better. <laughs> yeah. I like, I've had strawberry cough. Definitely a high, a high one there for me. I like it every time it's here. If it's there, you know, at a dispensary that I visit, I'll, I'll definitely make sure I get it. So I'm right there with you. That's Thanks. a good one. I like yeah, Moby Dick. I, I just tried a new indica this week called Pink Champagne, which, Ooh. like, obviously I was going to get that because that sounded really fun. But it's um, it's got a cherry strain in it, so it has this really, like, fruity taste also, which is really nice. Oh, how nice. Yeah. Yeah. I don't – my favorite is Moby Dick, and uh, it's not nice. – and it's funny, like – I don't know. I usually probably wouldn't really like it or would think that I would be drawn to it. But every time I have that, it is like the best high that I've had. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like I always I do. It. That's exactly how I feel about strawberry pop. Just like never does me wrong. It's always it's very, a good It's very good cool how many different strains there are and the different ways that you can use cannabis. Like I went... I went earlier today and actually tried um, my first CBD pre-roll. So shout out to Cactus Kush CBD. They're here in Tucson, um, but they gave me a pretty cool little care package. And I haven't ever tried CBD 
that was like not from the dispensary where they were saying this is a high CBD one. You know what I mean? Like, right. so yeah. it was really cool. And, um, I tried the rogue bear. Oh no, no, that's not it. I tried the Electra and it was, it said because mellow and I've been stressed and it's my Friday. So I was like, cool, let's chill out, you know? And I have to say, it's the first thing that I smoked when I got home from work. So I was good and like not high beforehand. And it really did mellow me out. And like, I just keep finding that more and more like with CBD products. And I was so hesitant before to be like, yeah, CBD definitely works. But with this podcast and my opportunities from like different companies sending me stuff, I've been able to try it. And it's like, damn, cannabis is awesome. Like all around. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And it brings people together. And I mean, you know, yes. if it wasn't for the plant, I wouldn't be talking to you. We wouldn't have ganja yoga and you'd be able to go to your classes and things like that. So it's, it's really, yeah. I just like it. <laughs> I mean, community is such a big part of cannabis, I feel. Yeah. Uh, it just, it definitely brings people together. I definitely agree. And I've had a great time so far with the cannabis community, the people that I've been meeting for the show. Um, the mommy Jane, I don't know if you're familiar with her. She's from out there also. She was like one of the first people that I saw on Instagram. So for me to be able to interview her, I was like, oh man, this is awesome. (laughs) You know what I mean? And uh, I know. Yeah. It's, and it's just so cool. And everybody's like, yeah, let's do it. Cause more people need to know like, Hey, I'm a mom and I do smoke cannabis, but I, you know, also smoke CBD or use CBD products and they, they better my life. Yeah. Like, and I think that's the important part, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The, uh, I think just the more positive is like, just like we were talking about earlier with the confidence and how important it is for girls to see girls that look like themselves. It's so important for cannabis to be seen in positive ways in different, in so many different pockets, like with moms, with yoga, with like hiking and like nature experiences with like maybe more spiritual practices, things like that. Like there's so many different aspects to the plant and ways to use it. Yeah, I definitely agree. And, and you even mentioned hiking. That's a dude. I'm right there with you. I go hiking every Sunday. I love, I love it. I love how I feel out there. Like, you know what I mean? It just, every time it's like a new accomplishment and it's encouraging. And there's something about like sitting in a beautiful place with like a beautiful view and smoking a joint or a bowl. It's just really enjoyable. Definitely. Well, this Hawaiian wreck that I've been smoking, I have to say is actually pretty good. Um, It is a sativa and... It's almost nine o'clock at night, and I'll just say I definitely feel like I'm going to get up and clean some house after this interview. So, nice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Obviously, doing what it needs to do. Um, got lucky. This was a five dollar strain at Saints on Sunday. So make sure you take a look at them if you're in the Tucson area. Referrals. Let people know where to go. Check out the different dispensaries. Tell me what you want to see. Um, if you want me to review a product, hit me up. I will do what I can to make sure I can get it on the show, try it out, give you my honest review. And, you know, I don't know. Basically, I just, my whole point in getting the podcast together was, like I said, trying different things, being able to give a solid review, let you know how I feel about it, and then also talk about everyday life things like self care and yoga and how I can do 
you know, my full-time job and different things and also have cannabis and it's not just weighing me down. You know what I mean? Absolutely. What is uh, the best way for our listeners to get a hold of you or to be able to follow you or find you? Um, so my Instagram is the 420 priestess and, um, that's probably the easiest way to kind of find me and I, um, have my email and stuff listed on there. Awesome. Yeah. And you're, you're beautiful. I definitely like your whole vibe. Talking to you has been super great. Like I said, you absolutely feeling is mutual. I appreciate that. You can tell that you have confidence and we need more people like that with a positive outlook and helping build people up just like you. I, I definitely like that. And that's exactly the the type of, uh, you know, tribe, essentially, that I'm trying to get involved in my life. <laughs> yeah, me too. We could all use a little bit more of that. Yeah, well, I definitely appreciate you coming out. And uh, just for everybody listening, don't forget to check out the website, KendraAfterDark.com. All of the information behind the scenes, details, reviews, uh, Pink Kush Network, all of those and all of that. It's all on the website there. Uh, You can check us out on Red Dragons Radio. Red Dragons Radio is awesome. Make sure you go. There's a bunch of different podcasts so you can find something that you're going to love. I promise you. But until next time, thanks so much again. Hope you have a great week and we'll see you later. You're now listening to Kendra After Dark.